Hi there, my name is Natalie Nation and you're watching Feed That Nation. Welcome back to the second week in my March series on eating well as a college student. And I am so excited about this week. I'm talking all about dorm room grocery haul hacks, do's and don'ts, what to buy, what not to buy, tips for all of that. So let's dive in. Before I do that though, all of March we're going to be talking about different aspects of eating well as a college student. And at the end of the month, my fifth video will be essentially a Q&A. Anything that I don't answer in these four videos, anything that you guys want to know about college eating hacks, college food hacks, nutrition hacks, any of that, send it to me, leave me a comment, leave me a DM on my Instagram. Let me know what you want to know because I want to answer your questions. So typically when people go to college, most people end up in a dorm room with another person, someone they may or may not know, someone they may or may not like. They likely have a mini fridge and generally dorm rooms say that you can only have one mini fridge per room. So in some cases you might be sharing a mini fridge with somebody. You generally may or may not have a microwave in your room and on your floor where you're living you may or may not have a community fridge, uh, some kind of kitchenette. The kitchenette that I had when I lived in a dorm, a traditional dorm, was a microwave, a stovetop with two burners, and a sink. And you might or might not have access to a full kitchen somewhere in your building or on your campus. This can be really challenging when it comes to thinking about nutritious food and eating well as a college student. And last week I talked all about dorm room hacks and eating well as a college student. This week it's about dorm room food in particular. A lot of, I guess, traditional trendy nutrition and eating advice involves a lot of things like meal prepping and eating fresh, real, whole foods and cooking from scratch and that is so, so difficult to do as a college student living in a dorm that it almost seems like comical that literally there are like Pinterest health graphics, I'll pop up one up on the screen next to me, that like try to teach you how to do this without actually taking into account that you're living in a literal shoebox with a stranger with no storage space and really no equipment. So I wanted to break down some ways that you can more realistically eat nutritious food in your dorm room that doesn't necessarily have to mean you know spending hours and hours meal prepping and squishing casserole dishes full of food into your tiny little mini fridge and all of that so hopefully you find some of these tips helpful i would love to hear if you have your own tips or things you've discovered so definitely let me know that down below as well so in a mini fridge space is so important and with that it can be really easy to forget that just because you used to buy something at home in a particular size in a particular package doesn't mean that you have to continue to do so in college and I think a really good example of this is milk a lot of families who drink milk will buy a gallon for the whole family for a week but if you as a single person are not going to drink a full gallon of milk each week in your dorm and milk probably goes bad in seven to ten days so if you're not going to drink a full gallon of milk in a week and a half do you need to buy the full gallon because that takes up a lot of space you know it's big and bulky you can't really put anything under it or stack anything on top of it 
Could you instead buy a half gallon or a quart of milk? You know, could you buy a non-dairy milk that comes in a box that you could maybe keep, you know, out of the fridge until you open it? Things like that. There are options. Not necessarily that I'm recommending buying plant milk instead of dairy milk, personal preference, but are there other ways that you can get what you want, which is milk, without it taking up so much space in your dorm, especially if you're not gonna drink all that milk before it starts to go sour. And it kind of sucks because in this way, like it's also making a trade-off financially. You know, a half gallon of milk costs less overall than a full gallon, but per ounce of milk, generally the gallon is going to be less expensive per ounce. So then you have to weigh like, do I want more milk for cheaper per ounce or do I want to buy the amount of milk that I'm more realistically able to drink even if it costs a little bit more? So that's something to consider. I think another thing to consider is if you buy a food and it comes in a really inconvenient kind of packaging, could you put it into another container that you could then stack or store differently? And lunch meat is actually a really good example of this. Some packages of lunch meat come in their own ready-made Tupperwares which is great and I love that, but some lunch meat comes in like a plastic package with like a plastic lid and it kind of just like crumbles. You know, you can flatten it, kind of squish it, it doesn't seal all the way. And that can be challenging because then you can't really stack anything on top of it without getting like meat juice on it. And you know, it, and it can't be tipped sideways at all because then you might spill it or get like lunch meat juice on other things. So if you're buying a package of lunch meat in that kind of squishy pl plastic packaging, could you, after you get it, open it, put that meat into a sturdy Tupperware, and then put that Tupperware in your fridge. Because then with that Tupperware, it can be a little uneven, or it can have things stacked on top of it, or it can stack on top of other things. So just something to consider also when you're buying items. Can you put them into a container that makes them more easy to store, and so that you can stack and move things around more easily in your fridge? So something else to consider is what items could you purchase for your dorm room, foods that you want to eat that aren't necessarily going to take up as much space in your fridge. Could you purchase foods that instead are shelf stable or could fit into the community freezer on your floor or could they be dried or canned or you know what have you? And I think a good example with this is fruit and vegetables because fresh fruits and vegetables are so tasty, so versatile, so fun to cook with, so fun to eat, but they take up a lot of premium storage space in your dorm room fridge. They go bad really quickly, you know, within a week or two. And it's really hard if you're cooking for just you to eat an entire, you know, container of spinach or you know, three bell peppers if they come in a package of three or whatever the case is. It can be really hard to use all of that stuff up, you know, if especially if you're not cooking every single night. And as a freshman and a sophomore, when I was on a meal plan, I probably ate in the dining hall four or five days out of seven. I did not cook my own meals a lot of the time, so it really didn't make sense for me to purchase a bag of spinach and broccoli florets and bell peppers because realistically I would probably not eat all of all of those things before they would go bad and then I would feel guilty for having wasted that money on food that I did not eat. But what are your other options? So like I said before, frozen fruits and vegetables are a really great option if you have space in a community freezer on your floor. 
Could you buy, instead of fresh broccoli, could you buy a bag of frozen broccoli? If you really love making fruit smoothies, could you buy frozen fruit for those smoothies and keep that in the freezer? Canned options are also really great and people like totally diss canned food a lot of the time because they're like, oh, it's processed. Oh, it's processed. You heard it here first. You heard it in my processed food episode. You're gonna hear it again. Canned fruits and vegetables are not less nutritious than fresh or frozen. In some cases, they can actually be more nutritious. They're also shelf stable. They're actually pretty versatile to use and they store a lot more easily than fresh. They last longer, they don't have to be refrigerated. Lots of pros and benefits to canned fruits and vegetables. So definitely don't be afraid of that. You know, if you're wanting to make chili, do you need fresh tomatoes? Can you use canned tomatoes? Could you use a can of carrots instead of buying fresh carrots and chopping them up? That kind of thing. With honestly, like canned fruit is so bomb. You know those little like fruit cups you get in the little clear plastic with the thing on top? I love those things personally. I think they're great. They're a really great option for college students or anyone who has to pack a lunch or eat quickly, eat on the go, just because they're so versatile. They store super easily. They last for a long time. You know, you can stack them on top of each other. You can't necessarily stack a lot of bananas on top of each other. So definitely do not be afraid of canned fruits or vegetables. They are definitely nutritious, definitely a great option. They're also usually a lot less expensive than fresh, which is also a benefit. So don't be afraid of it, definitely go for it. I think one of the biggest warnings I have for anyone who does dorm room cooking or wants to prepare food in their dorm is I would really, really stay away from having raw meat in your dorm fridge, particularly like raw chicken or poultry, but also beef or pork as well. Just because generally in mini fridges, you don't have a place in your fridge that is separate from the rest of your food. And in the case of like chicken or beef, you don't want, you know, drippings if it came frozen or it's thawing out. You don't want that raw chicken that's thawing out to drip raw chicken juice onto your strawberries and broccoli. That's really gross, really unsanitary. You can get sick from that. So I would definitely like stay away from storing raw meat of any kind in your mini fridge, if at all possible. If you have to, if you choose to, I would say then double bag it in a Ziploc. So put, you know, if you have your roll of like ground beef, put it in a Ziploc, put that Ziploc in a Ziploc. Definitely keep it far, far away from anything that is fresh, anything that you won't cook before you eat it, and definitely don't store it on top of anything. You know, if you're going to store raw meat in your fridge, it should be on the bottom. It should be in multiple layers to keep any juices from dripping out, and that's if you have to. Again, please consider not keeping raw meat in your dorm room fridge. Just, it's a food safety thing. Don't do it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> on the flip side of that, what are you supposed to do instead? And I think a lot of like meal prep recipes talk about, you know, cooking fresh meat, fresh salmon, fresh this, fresh that. And again, I don't think that's super realistic for college students, you know, to expect them to do that all the time. But I think also going back to the canned thing, there's a lot of just like a lot of snark and disdain for canned meat like chicken and tuna but 
canned chicken is cooked chicken. You keep it in a can, it doesn't have to be refrigerated. You pull it out of the can, you heat it up with a little water, lots of spices in a pan, and it's good. It's tasty. My husband did that all the time in college. He and his roommates would make like chicken enchiladas or quesadillas or like you could do stir fry with it. And that way you don't have to worry about having that raw chicken juice everywhere because the canned chicken is already cooked. So something to consider if you're a meat eater, you know, canned meat. And again, I know it's going to be different than cooking it yourself, but it's going to be less expensive. It's going to be much more food safe and it's more versatile than you'd think. As far as foods that you're not going to keep in your fridge, so shelf stable foods, foods that can sit on a shelf or in a drawer, what to consider here is really just don't keep food on the floor. Keep food in closed containers or closed sealed Tupperwares. You do not want mice, ants, or fruit flies anywhere near your stuff. You know, ew. But then also consider that a lot of shelf-stable foods can make a mess on their own, like bananas. If you have bananas sitting on your counter or apples, like sometimes they can get juice or sticky stuff on the counter. So consider that. Could you keep that fruit in a bowl on your desk instead of just sitting on straight up on the desk surface? With your box of cereal, make sure that you're not just spilling cereal everywhere because that's the way you get mice and rats. It also helps your, it like makes your food go stale a lot quicker if you don't roll the bag closed and fold the box closed. When it comes to fruits and vegetables, um, generally my rule of thumb with storing fresh fruits and vegetables that I've bought is if they're okay not to be in the refrigerated section of the produce section, then they're okay not to be in my fridge. So things like apples, potatoes, um, onions, oranges, stuff like that. I don't get those from the refrigerated section of the grocery store, so I don't keep them in the refrigerator at home. I didn't keep them in my dorm fridge because they take up a lot of space when they don't necessarily need to be. And in some cases, like refrigerating onions can actually like make them, I don't know, rubbery and weird. So that's just a tip for when you're buying fresh produce. If it doesn't have to be refrigerated at the grocery store, you don't have to refrigerate it in your dorm. When it comes to actually cooking in your dorm, different dorms are going to have different rules depending on usually the fire codes. So you might not necessarily be allowed to have a toaster in your room. You might have limitations on the kinds of microwaves that you could have. You know, you might not be able to have an instant pot or a waffle maker or what have you. Some dorm rooms might have rules about using your blender during quiet hours. So especially if you're headed into college or looking to make a purchase of a piece of equipment, um, definitely look into your dorm's rules and err on the safe side. I wouldn't want you to spend $60 on a piece of cooking equipment only to find out that you cannot use it in your dorm room. There are some pieces of equipment that I think can be really useful though. So just my take on that is I've heard a ton of people really like their instant pots. I've never actually cooked with one, but I've heard really great things. So if that's something you own or something you're considering, talk to your friends about it, see what they think, but I've heard it's pretty good. I really like having a toaster personally. <laughs> that was really nice to toast bread, to eat with eggs, or to make like a sandwich or whatever. I like having a toaster. I also really liked when I had a hot water kettle. So not a coffee maker because I'm not a coffee drinker, but essentially just like a kettle with an electric coil on the bottom to boil water. And with that I could make tea, hot chocolate, 
And then also, and I think this is like a magical thing that all college students should try, but instant couscous. So the way that works, and again, I don't know if this is like all couscous or just like the brand that I bought, but the way you make it is you put it into a bowl or a pot, just the dry couscous, you add a little salt, pepper, and olive oil or butter. You add the right amount of boiling water, you cover it, you let it sit for five minutes, and then you fluff it with a fork and it's ready to go. You know, no stove, no nothing. If you have a hot water kettle, you can make, you know, couscous on your own, which is really cool. Obviously, I think the benefits to having like, you know, the cup of noodles or the instant rice in the little microwave cups, really useful too. The downside with that is you don't always get to control the seasonings that's in it. So often they're like really overly salted or they have, you know, extra chemicals or colors in them that you might not necessarily want. But when you're in a dorm room, you know, you have to prioritize convenience sometimes over, you know, society's version of what a healthy food is. So feel free to make those choices based on your best judgment. I'm a huge fan of my electric kettle. I love having a toaster. I've heard amazing things about an instant pot. And I also really like having a blender for smoothies, but if you're not a smoothie person, you probably don't need or want one because I don't use my blender for anything else except for smoothies, basically. So just a quick word about community spaces in your dorm. Obviously, be a good person. If you're going to cook in your community kitchen in your dorm, clean up after yourself. Don't be a jerk. Label your food, especially label your food with the date that you made it along with your name because it can be hard to remember sometimes. Did I make that last Friday or was that two weeks ago? Is this still good? Also, and this is more from like personal experience than anything else, but try not to keep food in the community fridge that you're not absolutely gonna be heartbroken if it gets stolen, thrown away, or eaten. Because, you know, you might be a good person. Not every single person on your floor is gonna be a good person. People are going to eat your food. You know, people might steal it. It might get thrown away accidentally or on purpose. So take that into consideration. You know, if you're going to spend, you know, four hours working on like a really great chicken noodle soup in your community kitchen, are you going to be absolutely heartbroken if someone throws away your leftovers? If so, maybe consider keeping those leftovers in your personal fridge. Just a thought. Now, practically speaking, I'm tr I have thought back about the, you know, the foods that I purchased when I was a freshman and a sophomore living in a traditional dorm, and the way I sort of planned what I was going to buy was around two things. One of those things was, what meals am I not eating in the dining hall, or what foods do I feel like I'm missing that I can't or won't eat in the dining hall? And for me, a lot of the time, it was either breakfast or it was dinner on the weekends. So a lot of my grocery purchases were based around what I wanted to eat for breakfast when I didn't go to the dining hall and what I could make for dinner on the weekends when I didn't want to walk all the way down to the dining hall on a Saturday night. So for me, that meant things like bread for toast or peanut butter. Um, for dinners, it might have meant pasta or pasta sauce or mac and cheese. I love pasta. So if you're thinking about what you might want to purchase for your dorm room, think about what foods you can't get from your dining hall or foods or meals that you don't want to eat in your dining hall. So for some people that might be lunch, you know, maybe instead of having to walk all the way to the dining hall for lunch, they'd rather pack something in their dorm room, like a sandwich, and eat it in the library. If that's the case, you're going to want sandwich ingredients, you know, spinach, lunch meat, cheese, bread, so forth and so on. 
For you, it might be nutritious snacks. So you might consider keeping pretzels, microwave popcorn, craisins, peanut butter crackers, that kind of thing around. I also definitely made grocery choices based on if I had a specific thing that I wanted to make or made a lot. So if I had a recipe I wanted to try specifically and I had a plan for the day I was going to make that recipe, I would go ahead and get the ingredients for it. So if I really, really knew that I wanted to make chili on Friday night or whatever, I would go ahead and get all my ingredients for chili so that I could make it. The trick with this is you might think to yourself, oh, that sounds good, I'll make that later this week. Try to really have a plan for what day and what time you're gonna make a food if you're gonna go out of your way to purchase ingredients for it. Because you don't want those ingredients to go bad or go to waste because you didn't really have a plan for when you would have time to make that meal before all the ingredients went bad. I also, as a college student, really enjoyed baking, so I prioritized baking ingredients um, like flour and sugar and chocolate chips, olive oil, things like that. But I knew that I would bake a lot. You know, baking was kind of like my stress reliever. <laughs> I stress baked a lot in college, I suppose. So that was something I prioritized when I was grocery shopping because I knew that I was going to have time to do it and that I would enjoy doing it. So I mentioned in the last episode, my dining hall hacks, that you should try to prioritize using your dining dollars for grocery items if you possibly can because those dining dollars are your dollars. And that's so true. And I think the other piece of that comes with prioritizing your actual out-of-pocket money that you're going to spend on the grocery store by choosing grocery stores that are going to serve you without overcharging you. And that really comes down to thinking about what do you want out of your food and out of your grocery store. And I did an entire episode about this way back when I talked about which grocery store is the cheapest. And if you're prioritizing food on a budget, choosing a less expensive grocery store like Aldi or Walmart, definitely gonna benefit you. If your priority is organic food, fresh food, having tons and tons of options, something like a Trader Joe's, or a Hy-Vee or a Whole Foods might be more up your alley, even though it's going to be more expensive. And definitely think about what your priorities are and what your budget looks like when you're choosing to grocery shop off campus. Also consider, can you get to a grocery store by walking? Do you have to take the bus? Is it safe for you to take the bus? Can you take the bus at a time that it's open? Can you walk when it's open? Do you have to walk at night? Because there is no shame in choosing a grocery store based off the fact that you can walk there during the day or take the bus there during the day and feel safe. Because a huge part of food, food security and food insecurity, which I've talked a ton about, is having safe, reliable access to food. So definitely when you're grocery shopping off campus, think about how safe you are to go places, how safe you are to shop by yourself, and more importantly, if you get 30 pounds worth of groceries, can you carry that all the way back to your dorm safely without injuring, without injuring yourself or without dropping something or, you know, whatever the case may be? Definitely something to think about, especially if you don't have a car. I know that a lot of trendy health information online talks about things that are unrealistic or unattainable for a lot of college students living in dorms, eating food on a budget without a lot of storage space or equipment to cook. And I just want you to know that there are so many different ways to eat nutritious food and to maintain your health through nutrition. And for college students, that can mean eating a lot of meals in the dining hall. And that's okay. That is 
totally okay and I don't want you to feel like because you're not cooking all your meals from scratch on your own that you're not valid and you're not taking care of yourself because if you're making an effort and you're making nutritious choices in the dining hall and in your dorm room as best as you can, that's great and that is totally valid and you are doing a great job. I would love to hear all of your best dorm room cooking hacks. Do you have foods that you always kept in your college dorm? Foods that you never bought? Foods that you bought and regretted? I want to hear about it. Leave me a comment below, shoot me a DM. Definitely follow me on Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I cannot wait to hear from you. We'll be back next week. Our topic next week is going to be eating and living well on your own. And I think that's a great topic. I'm super excited for it. I am loving this National Nutrition Month Eating Well for College Students theme that I've got going on. I hope you guys are loving it too. Until next time, my name is Natalie Nation and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.